Hello and welcome. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. And we are back! Howard's Way, Series 3. Wow. It's like we've never been away. Well, yeah, we had a little bit of a summer hiatus and uh, summer went to autumn and now we're in winter. Hurrah! Lots of exciting things. So anyway, we are dusting down that glorious, glorious 1980s drama that is Howard's Woo! So, this episode so. was first broadcast on Sunday the 7th of September 1987. No, I'll start that again. <laughs> it's been a, it's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. while. This episode first broadcast on Sunday, the sixth of September, nineteen eighty-seven. Wow! So a lot's happened so far. Yes, you it want is. to remind us of so series series one and two. Well, series one, we we meet the Howard family. Tom Howard has cashed in all his chips after taking redundancy uh, from an aviation industry to go into boat building Yay, with the do. lovely, lovely Jack Rolfe, who wants to make everything in wood and basically doesn't want a partner, just wants the money. Um, to buy to, a range to, of knitwear. <laughs> I've yet to have my Jack Rolfe sweater, I know. Uh, I have got the knitting pattern for it, though, so it's very exciting. Um, so he I should get my brother knitting machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he invests in the uh, uh, the mermaid yard, which is in Tarrant, and uh, much to the displeasure of his wife, Jan Howard. Jan Howard suddenly becomes an independent business lady, and her shoulder pads get bigger and bigger and bigger as she launches her uh, it, herself into the fashion industry. Fashion, fashion! with Perry Blue. Um, fashion, and so in episode series. Two, we're introducing to introduce to Claude, 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 Claude Dupont, um, Claude Dupont, who is apparently an amazing fashion designer and dodgy French accent, dodgy French accent from a an, a, a, a Scottish actor. Um, but Claude Dupont marries the delightful Lynette, uh, Lynn, Lynn, uh, who is the eldest daughter or the only daughter of uh, uh, Jan and Tom Howard. Unfortunately, soon after the honeymoon, something tragic. Just happens. before the fashion, fashion <sighs> sort of uh, is launch and launch of of, of, of the fashion season. world. Um, Claude actually gets mowed over by a speedboat while, ski, while <laughs> water skiing. Oh dear! Oh dear! Um, and the last, the very final scene was after an amazing launch on the fashion thing with the Claude Pond range, uh, with Jan who invested everything into this. Sitting around very despondent with Leo sweeping up the mess. Oh. <laughs> so, anyway, this sad. episode, it's practically a cliffhanger. I know, really. it was. It was just like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? So, um, this, this episode starts off quite glamorously with a private jet arriving at a private airport. I imagine it was a private airport. Um, and this gentleman coming up. Off a the slightly cross eyed gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have too much, too much of a, <laughs> a close-up of this mysterious gentleman with a quite a ravishing moustache. Yes. Um, meets up with Sir John. Yeah, and this sort of led me to a false expectation that whenever I stepped up a plane, a bank manager would be there 
in a Rolls Royce to meet me, but wasn't but to be. Hey ho! Yes, we've yet to buy the uh, the antique dust private jet. Unfortunately, I don't think you could go to a, you couldn't even go for a drone. <laughs> we drone on a little bit. Yes, we 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 do we do have that. We do we do drone. Not in a good way, though. So it's very, very. It's like, oh, intrigue. Who is this gentleman? Oh, um, so we have uh, a little bit of a, a, a sort of a convo about lots of investments, Bahamas, all that sort of business bollocks, which yeah. is which is an amazing business bollocks is the phrase, the hashtag business bollocks. Howard's way. That is, they specialise in that when they're just talking about ventures unspecified uh, nonsense uh, 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 large sums of money and yeah. takeover unspecified amounts of money and then we cut to uh, the the lovely leo and the lovely tom uh, in a yacht which we thought was the flying fish but it wasn't the flying fish we thought it would, would have been the barracuda which was the the boat they were launching um uh, and to, so it's a much fanfare in series two but it wasn't because it wasn't either of those boats because it had a panda on, on the front of the boat. So I have no idea what boat they're in. It, yeah. So it, was, it wasn't the Barracuda, because the Barracuda at the back... It was a Fiat Panda. Fiat <laughs> Panda. So it was neatly summarised that why Lynn, <laughs> Lynn's obviously not in this series. Because she's consoling herself. She's consoling herself by teaching teaching sailing somewhere somewhere glamorous in Italy. Yes. Um, with the um, sort of the other sailing person that they won the sailing thing. That's very, <laughs> that, very was, that was very insightful yeah. and wonderful. Of yeah, me. very informative. <laughs> Thanks for that. So that gets neatly summarised, and then we have a nice cut to uh, Polly ram raiding the rails at Perry Plu with Kate serving. saying really, really unfortunate <laughs> yes. things about Claude Dupont's yes. death. Yeah. So j- just well, must really have racked up your sails having him dead and no one. Having no more, <laughs> no, more no more design. Claude Dupont originals. So, so again, that hammers home. So with Lynn, Lynn is obviously not not there to enjoy the sailing with John, uh, with uh, Tom and Leo, and then it gets hammered home a little bit with Kate notifying Polly that she's enjoying Italy, and Polly's then trying to regale her lovely sort of. Oh yes, when I, when I left when I, when I left school, I spent a, a year out there. And oh my gosh, how much fun I had out there. So, yes, Polly, the delicious man-eater with fantastic, fantastic gorgeousness. Um, she, I mean, she does look fabulous. Uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit distracted here because Rob is, is peering at the microphone as if it's, if it's like a, a sort of well, this an is art our, installation. <laughs> well, this is our first podcast recording from a slightly new setup. So things might sound a little bit differently, and I just had a sudden, sudden moment of doubt that my microphone was pointing around the right way. But it is, <laughs> hurrah, hurrah yeah. for that. We had a little domestic earlier where I just, thought, I just sit down and talk. I, yeah. don't, I, I don't want to be bothered with such fripperies. I was talking into microphones <laughs> because even though Jonathan does have a very loud voice, actually his the quality of the podcast has improved when he does actually talk into the microphone rather than around it or above it or below it. <gasps> Yeah, oh, is is this uh, domestic domestic drudgery? Oh, yes. But anyway, we how... don't have a sound engineer, unfortunately, so I have to do everything. <laughs> yes, everything. Yes. You should see him grudgingly push a mop around. It's just it is a sight to behold. <laughs> but back to Howard's way. So we're summarising that Lynn's not here. It's hammered home, 
also it's re reminding um, of everything of what's happened um, they, they don't seem to mention too much about the Lynette the catamaran well not sinking. at this stage of the no, the, and there's the a few program. articles where Jack Jack arrives at the Mermaid Yard. Jack's looks like he, he's had had his do done, his hair do done. Is his what now? His hair, his hair done because uh, say so in pre. I his, thought he said he had his do done. His, his hair do done. His hair do. His hair do do do. His hair do done. What on earth are you talking so, about? Well, so, well, Jack's hair gets more <laughs> and more uber styled as the series goes. Wait till we get to see. Series five. They'll be seriously quaffed. <laughs> it's seriously quaffed and a little bit blonde. <laughs> so, so. Just a few highlights. <laughs> so uh, Bill's in it again, which is fabulous. Um, we love Bill. We love Bill, and he's on a on a wooden boat. We don't see much of Bill, but we see him very briefly towards the start, perched, perched on, on a, a big on wooden a boat. big wooden boat, polishing a brass. Yes. What spinnick? No, not spin. What some sort of railing? A railing, a big brass railing. <laughs> so. I, I haven't learned any more about yachting and, paraphernalia. And and it, that, and that's when the, we ha they haven't actually said the Lynette or anything about a catamaran. It's just about bad press and cancellation. The cancellation. So apparently, four orders have been cancelled at the Mermaid Yard. Um, and they're not even orders for new boats. They're just bread and butter them. repair jobs and yeah. servicing. So it obviously, is, and, and apparently Yachting Weekly, there's, a, there's an article in that. Um, so it's a little bit worrisome. What, next, next to the knitting pattern. <laughs> knitting patterns and crafting weekly. <laughs> so um, so we, we, we see all of, all of this going on and then we have another cut of Jan looking very glamorous and a bit of a low cut yeah. corsety thing. Yeah. The sad thing is now that Claw's dead, we wouldn't really have a reason to call her Jeanne. Jeanne. Oh no, we could have continued Jeanne. Jeanne. Jeanne with a Z. Jeanne. <laughs> Jeanne. Z H A N. Jeanne. It's quite it's 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 quite interesting really because one of our very very bestie friends is 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 also called Jeanne and we always we always call her Jeanne because she works in PR sweetie. <laughs> so, Jeanne. Jeanne. She's doing PR sheds uh, everywhere. <laughs> so, um, but so Jan is is there going to goes to a department she's store. She's going to her shops it, to it, retailers. Yeah, and, and she's there looking longingly in this shop window with Claude Dupont with these designer frocks with these very very scary looking drag queeny mannequins. Can you say that? Well, I just did. Drag queen. Okay, you can, yeah, because we have we have RuPaul's Drag Queen thing, right, don't we? Okay. So oh, that that's on BBC Two, so it's very acceptable. <laughs> so, okay. But the, but the, but these mannequins look particularly fierce in a sort of worrying sort of Doctor so not, Who. So not fierce. Not in fierce a, as in like in a cat girlfriend. No, no, but fierce as in as scary. It, fierce as in scary. So, as if they're going to come to life and start shooting at people. Yeah, like in, 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 smashing, in, like the autons. Like the smashing autons through the, smashing through the windows. But anyway, she goes and speaks. In Claude Dupont fashion. <laughs> yes. Which is even scarier. <laughs> so we say Jan is... is is there having a meeting with this a buyer from the from this department store, which looks like it's come out of Are You Being Served? Yes. Um, she looks the the person the buyer that she's she's having a meeting with says, "Well, oh, these designs are lovely," and it just <laughs> the scroll of it just looks like looks like like some some preteen girl has decided to make up something with. I look like cutouts from the Bunty. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
I'm sure the Pebble Mill Art Department didn't yeah. put a lot of work in. They were, they were recovering from a hangover or something yeah. that day. So John's <laughs> trying to flog her second line. Yeah, because but having a bit of difficulty given that well claude's dead well yeah so well she's got a second line and said well oh yes but oh these are lovely these are marvelous um is there a third line and, and then jan said oh no but because claude's dead because claude's dead is there have you got any other sketches on the the design floor or something and she said no so it all looks a bit despondent but then that gets shaken off by jan in the peri plue when she's talking to kate yeah i said oh yes it's all fine i've sorted I just it managed, yeah i managed to persuade them to not drop drop their options for my second line well that's okay then that wasn't how it sounded earlier but no and i'm just thinking yeah. did, did, did we watch the same show <laughs> so, so she needs so jan now needs to find a new designer um and also she needs to find a new shop girl because kate kate talks about looking for um shops uh, so looking for a shop assistant Oh, sorry, our next door neighbours decided to get the sort of shredder out or whatever outside. Um, so then it's then Jan is now reminded that Kate sold her cottage because she got into a racehorse. Sort of, she bought a part share of a racehorse which had a gammy leg yeah. and lost quite there a lot are, of money. There are a couple of Kate in this in this episode when when Jan really doesn't. <laughs> You know, could actually be thinking a bit more about other people. Yes. That she does, she fails to notice or fails to remember that actually there are other people in the world and they have their problems too. Because it's, it's not all about Jeanne. And, and it's, it's quite interesting because Jeanne t- can't actually seem to bring herself to say mother or mum or, 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 or mummy. Uh, it's all, every single time she has an interaction with Kate, it's darling. And then Kate replies back, "Okay, darling, it's fine, darling. Okay, darling." Yeah. I, I, I think they're, that's they're, because neither of them can remember the other <laughs> characters' names. names. <laughs> Mind you, Jeanne should be easy to remember since that's obviously Jan Harvey's actual <laughs> name. name. <laughs> but Dulcie Gray, she 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 does admirable. She's marvelous. She does marvelous. Marvelous. So we so we don't see sort of her co- gorgeous cottage which has been sold. I mean, when she says cottage, it was more like a massive country house with a with a thatch. Well, didn't it? Did it have a thatch roof? I can't remember. I have to go and rewatch some of the episodes. But she had oh, a gorgeous Lord. house with a very nosy neighbour next door that kept peering over the privet hedge in that one episode. Yes, but now Kate's moving in with Jeanne, with Jeanne and Leo in the house that's been mortgaged up to the hill. Leo is is, is moping around yeah. a little bit. And this bit. is the other occasion when Jeanne really needs to pull <laughs> her head out of her nether regions and, <laughs> and pay attention to other people because clearly Leo is looking looking longingly at, at a Polaroid uh, of, of, uh, of, of Abby. Um, Abby holding the baby. The baby. What's the baby's called? What's the baby's name? I can't um, remember. Oh, William. 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 Yeah. yeah. So there's there. Yeah. So there's a Polaroid of, presumably sent from America. Yes. Well, she he's received and, a letter from. Uh, yeah. And Leo's trying to write a letter, but not <laughs> in crayon. Dear in crayon. Abby, miss you lots. Uh, so Jan says, "Oh, you need to get out a little bit more," and then offers uh, offers a bottle of uh, a red wine so he can so Leo can go to this party. Yeah. Because because uh, Jan wants Leo. Out the house because she's having a meeting. Why she's not having a meeting? And we, yeah. I mean, ever see that studio? Did we ever see this the the whole design studio thing that was set up? Why she's not having 
a, a meeting, business meeting with a consultant from the bank there i think i it's think probably too it, many flowers there and she hasn't even bothered to clear it out after yeah. claude has, has sort of all, all the well wishes and what have yeah. you or or to be probably a bit more realistic you know bbc power mill have dismantled that studio set and it's probably not worth rebuilding it so so they're they're, they're she's transacting her business around but it was actually a table. location wasn't it no it was Cause it was a location because i remember though because they had had yeah when it was an empty an empty shell that was a location but when it was actually a set out as a design studio that was not a low we had this conversation oh yes sorry it has it, it has been a long it, long yes, time it was definitely a studio set and not a location we established that right okay. so that studio set has been dismantled and it's probably not worth anyone's time to 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 remount it just for one scene of jan with a bank manager right, so the bank manager comes round and, and is a bit disparaging about her accounts and and sort of they talk about figures and money and blah blah blah. And he says, "I need you need to get a new designer because you've got <laughs> you can't have a fashion empire without any clothes." Which is a fair point. <laughs> Which, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I mean, in fairness, it's like investing everything on one design. Admittedly, Claude Dupont's designs were just magnifique. Yeah, um, but no one could have expected him to <laughs> to be mown over by a. By, by a speedboat. I mean, no, no one could have anticipated that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, though to be fair, what she would have done in real life was actually have him insured to, for an enormous amount. And then, yes. then, then, then she'd be like, "Let's go helicopter skydiving and what have you." <laughs> Any other dangerous sports? Because that's what businesses that rely on a single creative talent do. They insure them. But clearly, I suppose this was the eighties. I don't think they probably didn't think of things like that. We had insu- we had insurance of that nature in the eighties. Trust me, I was I was responsible for organising it in a very early oh, really? role. At the back then, it was called key man insurance, where you insured the key man. Obviously, um, <laughs> key person is probably how we would describe it nowadays. But yes, it would. You would def- Jan would definitely have insured. Uh, Claude, in in the real world, right, but not in in the Howard's Way universe. No, so uh, so she's she she now knows that she definitely needs to get a new designer. Um, she needs a new shop girl for Perry Plu. Um, Perry Plus. Uh, well, we'll always for, to me. It will always be Jeanne Perry Plu. Will always be Jeanne, and Perry Plu will Perry always Plu. be Perry. Perry Plume. <laughs> you can buy a merch on our website, Antique Dust. Can you? Yes. <laughs> Would you any, like your Howard's Way? Howard's Way, Mark. Is it any good? It's amazing. It's marvellous. I am actually drinking, drinking a cup, a cup of, tea of tea from my Perry Plume Marine Boutique. A Perry Plume mug. And, I ha- and I'm drinking my tea out of a Relton Marine. Yes, we need to do... Mark. Oh, what was... The, uh, so we, we, we have a, uh, we have a, a cut, uh, a scene with the delightful Ken Masters with Sarah because in last last series Sarah and Mark have a speedboat empire where Mark the Fosters is, the Fosters um where they sort of mer- they're selling speedboats and things like that so um Ken Masters has muscled in onto that I also muscled in on to Sarah having a little lifted to fair having and, an affair and they're busy planning world domination with speedboats and 
sort of going to VIP events and building up their client list and blah, blah, blah. Going to the boat show. Yes. Um, What's the name of his company? Leisure Cruise. Leisure Cruise. So we need to have a Leisure Cruise mug next. I think we have actually had a request on Twitter from someone wanting a Leisure Cruise mug. Really? Yeah, I know. Okay. They're selling like hot cakes, like hot mugs. (laughs) Like hot mugs. (laughs) So um, Mark walks in. I think Mark obviously suspects that Sarah has... Had a little bit of a well. They're practically playing tonsil tennis, tennis when when he walks in. But Sarah sort of sort of sort of is letting Ken down, um, sort of sort of gracefully a little bit. So I can't do that. It's say Mark, Mark won't appreciate it, and it's it's a difficult time and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So she's cooling the affair. Yes, which is fine. And so and Ken Masters is like. Okay, fair enough. But he's he's more excited because he's wandering around with his cordless phone, doing bye bye. So this is the this is where we're getting into the glamorous Ken Masters right section. Now. What we haven't mentioned is that one of the outcomes of Jeanne's meeting with the bank manager is that she has decided that she's going to buy Ken out. And, oh, that won't be a problem. Of the business, really, because he's a minority. <laughs> minority shareholder if he's a minority shareholder then i don't even know why she's bothering to buy him out because she can just do outvote him with her with her her, her stock holding but hey ho but she what she wants yeah. it needs the, to the grasp the, yeah the grasp of howard's ways way writers on how business works is let's just say it's tenuous <laughs> at the best of times it's a bit like so, so close <laughs> It's tenuous and bamboozling simultaneously. <laughs> so we so we 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 then wander into the midst of oh, Charles. Uh, of who? Charles. Charles. Charles Devere. Charles Devere. Yes. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not. <laughs> I keep getting this mix. That call. Correct me, Charles Freire. Charles Freire. So Charles Freire is 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 leafing is is doing business bollocks. And now he, he, he meets up with his Rolls Royce at yeah. some sort of build, a building, a building site. site. I mean, really, with their very expensive suits. There's, there's now, Ger- <laughs> what, what the heck's Gerald now? You know, in previous, in previous series, we've established that Gerald is a qualified solicitor. Accountant. And he's also a qualified accountant. And now it seems that during the, during the break, while we've not <laughs> been watching it, he's now become some kind of chartered engineer. Yeah, and so he's, he's at this building site looking very ill at ease with his 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 uh, his, his shoes going sort of prancing around the mud yeah um, so clearly gerald is very conveniently qualified and experienced in everything that the writers need him to, to be qualified and experienced experience in. in to save bringing in another character and paying another actor <laughs> he's like a he's like a, a swiss army knife of, of, <laughs> of the skill set of, yes. so he's trying he's trying so he's Charles says, "All right, get the report sorted." So this is the marina development. This is the marina development, um, and there seems to be a shortage of sheet metal or something. That, <laughs> There's that, a shortage of something uh, that's stopping them from filling it up. I know. So, um, <laughs> so there's apparently there's a bit of a delay, and so Gerald's tasked with getting a report together, which he goes home um, to to work on this report. Uh, Polly's there, and she's getting a little bit tired. Um, she's there. She's there, like spinning around on the on the mid landing of the staircase in a new frock. That yes. does not look like a Charles Dupont. Claude Dupont. <laughs> Claude Dupont. 
or a Charles Devere. Oh, Charles Devere. Oh, we go mixed up to Malibuan. Um, yeah. so, uh, but they have a piano, and I've never noticed that. They, they had a piano. They, they have, they, yeah, they, they had, oh, a, they had piano a piano, in piano the before. Room. Yeah. So, because right. um, Polly in her anger and frustration does the the kind of classic whacking the piano keys and making a loud noise. Yeah, so she, she's a bit upset. She wants to go out for dinner. But um, Gerald needs to work on this report that he's been tasked to do. So he wants to get his all his homework done um, before the following day. So I said, no, can't do that. Da, da, da. And then suggests that Polly gets a job where you're working for a charity or something. Um, and saying, you're obviously missing Abby. And I'm thinking, really? You're missing Abby? I don't. I can't remember Polly really being all that bothered about bothered Abby. about Abby. Not really. <laughs> so, and it doesn't seem to be much mention of, of Charles being Abby's dad or anything like that, which was was was, was, was how it ended in series two. Yeah. Uh, with my daddy paid for me to go to America. But we'll we'll pick that up in a later series. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure that'll be picked. And up. We've not heard the last of that. So we haven't. So we obviously we're not going to see much of Abby. Um, not if she's in America. Not in America. So we do, see, we, ha- we do have uh, have a scene with Abby in this series, but I'm letting our listeners wait until that joyous time. Which oh, is, you tease. I know, it's such a tease. So, but anyway, we have... So Polly is upset. Not is, all is not good in the lavender marriage. That is Gerald and Polly. And then we go to Leo. Now, Leo is at this party talking blah, 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 blah. And there's a, they're dancing to, so there's, there's some young people yeah, dancing. So, so they're dancing the to Stevie Wonder. Well, <laughs> th- we hear Stevie Wonder, but, <laughs> but they're dancing. They're clearly dancing to something else because none of, unless, unless they're all very, very uncoordinated, which is possible, I suppose, but they are very clearly... Interbred da- toffs. <laughs> they, do, they, they do seem to be dancing to a completely different piece of music to the one that's playing anyway. <laughs> Never mind. So, Amanda, uh, we are introduced to Amanda. She's like a rich kid, and uh, uh, she's like she's very feisty. Um, we only say uh, Amanda is is the big storyline in well Leo's big storyline. Yeah, big story in this series. Um, so we meet Amanda, and I so I recognised Amanda, and that was because she shot the actress that plays Amanda. Um, did one series of um, Howard's Way, and then went on to a very very well known sitcom. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. She played Maria. Mm. And Francesca Gonshaw is the actress's name, or the former actress's name. Is she she's, not alive anymore? She's Sorry? Is she not alive anymore? I believe she's alive, but she's not an actress anymore. Oh, is she not? What, no. What did she do now? I think she went behind the behind the camera a little bit. I think she was in casting, and she, she had quite a high-profile job in a, in a US film oh. studio for... For, for a while so she she moved sort of more to the production, production side, side. Oh, Be- oh, yeah. being a casting agent at one point gosh well I mean, she's she's very watchable um, she is she's very feisty she is quite enamoured with Leo bizarrely bizarrely uh, but in fairness Leo his hair looks a lot better they've certainly um, smartened him up a bit and yeah. made him a bit more presentable yeah than so. in previous mind you everyone seems to be smartening up and becoming more presentable in this in this series and, and it's very bright as well because if you remember in the previous the previous series it's all a bit dark and murky 
But in this one, it just feels very light and jolly and uh, and frothy. Are you talking about the, the, the way it's filmed? The, 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 yeah, the, the, the cinematography. Yeah. Bit. Yes. So uh, the and little we've, tinkling. We've is been joined a, by. We have been joined by Evie. She is super excited about Howard's way. She's had yes. a snooze, and now she wants to get involved in podcasting. Um, though, um, so Amanda sort of makes a beeline for Leo. Leo is just not interested in talking. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Then we have a bit of business about champagne and why he's not drinking it and all of that, which then culminates with a big splash. Yeah, so a big splash. Leo gets pushed into the water. Leo then gets out of the water and then uh, grabs Amanda uh, and uh, lifts uh, lifts her up and and hurls her into the swimming pool. Much to everyone's like, ah, hilarity and amusement. And, and jolliness. And um, and then Amanda says, oh, I quite like him. So, uh, And Leo sort of walks off uh, and then comes back. Uh, and, and makes a big show. Makes a big show of, of, of pouring a some, some, uh, some moe in, into, in, into a plastic beaker. <laughs> so... <laughs> so so I oh, thought, oh, some feistiness here. We like the feistiness, which is all very, very good. Um, so we think, oh, something's going on here. But because the thing is, Amanda is so, so different to Abby. Well, if she's she's sparky and interesting, where Abby was with the best will in the world, a little bit uh, dull and uninspiring. Yes. Um, and I'm still worried about those those poor children work on the have been abandoned on the, on the waste ground by the, the waste ground by the railway track <laughs> railway tracks and pylons and yeah <laughs> so. I'm sure I'm sure they all went to a good home <laughs> no no thanks to Abby the world's worst social worker and did Abby get her deposit back for that bed sit as well we will never know. <laughs> So uh, then we have a little bit of um, sort of bollocks, business bollocks with Charles. Charles is looking to buy something at an auction um, and he's leaping through an art thing and then he's at the actual auction room. So he's actually gone to the auction room and there's bids going on for this piece of art, some sort of classical pre-Raphaelite thing. Yeah, it was like dogs playing poker, wasn't it? I think that was in the that was in the lot afterwards. Right. <laughs> so. was, it, was, was it the lady with the with the green face? <laughs> it was the Madonna with the big boobies. All right, okay. <laughs> oh. A crossover there. <laughs> it was a crossover I'm by sorry. Van Klomp. <laughs> Van Klomp. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. we... but however, before Charles makes his way to the auction house, he 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 visits Relton Marine mm. and has a. Has an, an an encounter with with Avril. Yes, and it it's beginning to look as if you know the the troubles with the catamaran might be spilling over to uh, troubles with uh, cancelling the barracuda. The barracuda, which is a bit worrying. And uh, Avril has a, a conversation. This really dreary little tavernery place with lots of very badly artex walls. Which was uh, I was deeply I was deeply upset with. Well, that. I thought that was like sort of an authentic kind of Italian esque <laughs> sort of wall <laughs> yes. wall decoration of bad artex. <laughs> oh, yes, hideous artex of the ages. It was a trattoria. 
Oh, it always reminds me of say I think I'm not sure if I mentioned the story of the podcast. Oh, I'm sure you have. As as an estate agent, there was this um uh say in the, the nice area of the sort of the Cheshire set in Nutsford. And I went out to this house. It was a nice nineteen thirties um semi detached, really big rooms and everything. And they'd knocked through the living room to the dining room, so it was one big long wall space. And it was a gay couple of a certain age and vintage. And they'd uh, they had a, an obsession with Wizard of Oz, okay, uh, and Judy Garland, yes. and the entire wall. Um, they had this this really vile fireplace, a uh, fire surround, which is like a Georgian fire surround. It was all very ornate and everything. And where the other chimney breast, where there would have been another fireplace, they had inserted a perspex do- uh, sort of um, box with two ruby slippers okay um and the entire wall um from front to back was artex with rainbows and they painted every single individual rainbow so you walked in and you had this riot of badly painted badly executed artex rainbows and i was the second or third estate agent to have it and I was really, and they said, I just don't know why it's not sold. And, <laughs> and I was just like, I was quite, I'm, I'm quite a brutal estate agent. And I said, um, did no one actually mention this? I mean, it's it's lovely that you've got a passion and it's obviously, it's a huge passion. Meanwhile, I have a big, I have a big uh, bucket <laughs> here full of, full of white emulsion. <laughs> so and they said, oh, nobody's mentioned that before. And I thought, what, what, what? state ages have you had out here so anyway so um, polite ones <laughs> i said well sorry love so take it off the market get this all changed get rid of that fireplace ruby slippers pack them away um and uh, and and have it have that whole wall replastered everything everything done and i will put it on for more than you've had it got it on for now and i will sell it and they did exactly what i saw put ahead and it actually went for more than i said it would go for how marvellous. And now that and now they've got, apparently they moved to Betsy Coid in Wales and had a <laughs> Wizard of Oz themed bed and breakfast <laughs> with the marvelous. ruby slippers on full display. <laughs> so, well, I yeah. think it's marvellous when people follow their passion. <laughs> follow their passions. <laughs> so anyway, there's my Artex story. Um, well, thanks for that. Yeah, I just thought I'd share that with the listeners. So, if any other listeners have actually got any fabulous Artex stories, please inbox us at Antique Dust. Alternatively, <laughs> don't. hold it in to yourself. Hold it in. <laughs> Alternatively, keep it to yourself. So, but so 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 there's this conversation going on in the in this Luigi's. Trattatorio. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know why. Why have they not gone back to the French restaurant? Because that's very nice and plush, rather than some dour, sort of travernery type place. Um, but it does seem like things have cooled off a little bit with uh, Avril and Tom because they had their like little passionate affair, and they seemed very immersed into each other. Mm. And now. So it just seems to be cooling a little bit. And Avril's also said that fateful words, nothing will happen between me and Charles ever mm. again. I wonder what, oh. could be in, what could be in store. Yes. Uh, so, mm. Mm. 
So, anyway, so, so there's a little bit of worry with that. Um, again, they're still not mentioned the Lynette. <laughs> Very upset about that. Well, it, it does, I love it does, that it does crop up in the, 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 the article in the Yachting Gazette. <laughs> Yachting Weekly. <laughs> so. Next to the advert for a Stana Stairlift. <laughs> and a bath with a door. Yeah. <laughs> so. With Thora Hurd in it. <laughs> I think Thora Heard was just built. It was born old. Wasn't she? So. Um, well, that's rather rude. Well, well no, she, she. I think she was playing older characters before she was old. So basically, she was just like the go-to person because just like through about four decades, Thora Heard never aged until it was last of the summer wine, and then it just got a little bit sad. So, oh. oh, we miss Thora Heard. Um, so, Anywho. Anyhow, so we have that have that mentioning uh, mentioned, and then we go to Charles in this. So, uh, so via via uh, via via his his father's palatial estate. Just we we don't know it's his father yet. We see Edward go into his big stately pile. Well, I'm I'm just working on the assumption that our our listeners are familiar with with. But they say that 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 was the big announcement at the end of this episode. Yeah. That say Charles is at this auction and he's bidding for this big preapolite painting. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, his father or this mysterious person with the big moustache is having a conversation with his personal bank manager, mm-hmm. presumably Sir John, advising him that he ought to sever all of his ties with. Freer Holdings, which is of course Charles Freer's company, and Sir John is in a bit, little bit of two camps. Really, he's got one foot in Charles's business and another foot in Sir Edward's business, and I think he's and coming under some suspicion. And Charles is a little bit suspicious because there's certain people that are asking certain questions in the business community, which and they're asking suggests they have more information than they really ought to, to have. Yeah. So is there a is is there a hole in the bucket? Oh, is there something? Is there a snitch somewhere? Ooh. Um, so so we're greeted. To, so we have a few scenes with um, uh, with Edward. Um, sort of arriving at this big palatial mansion, which looks a bit grey actually. It wasn't. It was just a bit grey and dour. Um, so he meets his his uh, uh, um, two sort of black labs or something. Um, and I said, "Oh, hello, boys!" and um, has got various staff scuffling around and what have you. And then we have another scene of him shooting, um, a sort of like clay pigeon shooting. And Not shooting the staff. No. <laughs> <laughs> that that was much later. That that was off camera. Oh, that, well, okay. <laughs> we, we we have a sort of a jogging montage with Charles as well. We've forgotten to mention that. Yeah, there was a jogging, and that just seemed really pointless. Well, it didn't like, lead to anywhere. It didn't lead to anywhere. <laughs> there's no, there was no resolution. He just we just jogging. And it was it a, cut to another scene. It, was a, it cut to another scene. So that was a bit of a pointless pointless little montage. Padding, uh, anyway. padding, padding, and. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was just, all of, all of Gerald's hard work was abandoned. The report that it, it was urgently needed for the morning. Uh, Charles was like, "Oh, I'll read it later." Because yeah. <laughs> Charles is off talking to someone about a business park. 
yeah, business park somewhere. That we've uh, never heard of before. No, it's, it's, it's some new venture or something. And he was going to have lunch on the yacht, but then he was going to buy something at this auction place. Yes. And that's where we get to his auction yes, place. So you've been trying desperately to get to this auction. I but know. I just thought it'd be a good idea just to fill out some of the other things that happen in the episode. <laughs> before we rush to the denouement. So the big, big announcement is, let's say, the, the, the bidding, there's a bidding for this uh, big painting. Uh, there's, there's two bidders and then yeah. someone else comes on a phone bid so like, Tom was taking yeah. a phone bid so we've got a marvellous big moustache so we've got the classic scenario of the phone bid the mysterious yes, phone, phone bidder and then it's announced who the winning bidder or, or so the, the phone bidder wins yeah and it's Edward it's Sir Edward Frere. Oh, and there it cuts to the, the sort of the, the end closing sort of montage, and we're back to a very glamorous, very upbeat Howard's way, rather than. Then we've got like the jazz. So, do, so we don't have uh, always there. No, being sung. Thank goodness. Anymore. Well, because there was a massive writing campaign to points of view, and as Barry took at points of view, and why know. oh why oh why can't we you? have? So they've got this really nice montage uh, of going around the um, the the needles at Isle of Wight um, with the Barracuda. Barracuda, and then so they've updated they've they've updated the closing closing mm. titles with some new new footage. Yes, and a it's bit all brighter, a bit not quite so dismal and dreary looking as the previous. previous yeah, lot. I, it's just wow. glorious. It's, it's glorious, 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 glorious. And, it's and a, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back. back yeah, back in the room. And it's just like there's lots of intrigue. There's lots of good things going on. We're, me- we're meeting sort of a, a, a couple of new, well, a, a couple of new characters with Edward and Amanda, and. Uh, Everything is back, but it's really weird because I felt with this episode that we didn't have any Jan and Tom scenes. We didn't have any Jan and Ken scenes because they are the sort of the linchpins of of, of everything. I'm sure we'll, oh, we'll no, make we, up we, for that. No, later. No, 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 sure, we will. Um, and there was a, a mysterious disappearance of Davy. <laughs> No, Leo's Leo's sort of Le- Leo's, Leo's potential love interest from series yeah. two. Somewhere, they were doing everything together. Yeah. Somewhere they? in the multiverse, <laughs> Leo, Leo and Davy, power couple of the, They're a of power the yachting, couple. yachting world. <laughs> yeah, breeding miniature Yorkshire terriers somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in a gorgeous little cottage at the end of at the end of Tarrant. Yeah, so <laughs> on the other side of Tarrant from. Sir Edward Frere's mansion on the other, and on the other side of Tarrant from Charles Frere's mansion. There's lots of mansions on the outskirts. Well, obviously, of Tarrant is, is, is the, the, the mansions are here. Mansions are go go. But then again, we're in. Well, say so we're in Nantwich, and I so say we've got mansions everywhere. Oh, do we? Yeah, we do. We've got Dorfold. Yes. We've got Alveston. Yes. Um, we've got Crewe Hall. Well, yes. that's, that's on the cusp. There's Rookery. Uh, Rookery there's Rookery. Uh, and then we've got the massive big Georgian houses in um, in the centre of town. Yeah. Um, and so in case you're wondering, we don't live in any of those. No, we've we, we just got a gatehouse. No. <laughs> we live in a lighthouse. We live in a lighthouse. <laughs> Yeah, we're in a quite a, a delightful, exclusive development just off uh, off Welsh Row, 
Which yeah, is don't give people too much information. We don't want we don't want stalkers or <laughs> oh, fans. Fans, tur- uh, trust me, I've had a stalker. It's not fun. Oh, that was that mad one, wasn't yeah. it? Well, it wasn't a sane one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> So anyway, dear listeners, so if we've missed anything out, we do we'd quite like to apologise, but we probably won't. Um, the only thing we missed out, I think, is we feel to mention that that Kate has had one last gambling fling. But I mean, the way yeah, I mean, going yeah, going on to that that thing, she didn't have a gambling habit. It wasn't one of those. Uh, it wasn't a gambling habit. She just she she, she just invested she in just a think, racehorse. It wasn't as though she was. She, was just, she just gambled a lot of money. That was all. It wasn't a habit. It, it wasn't was... a gamble. She, she didn't gamble on a racehorse. She she bought a share of a racehorse that was then cost a lot of money. And then she tried to recoup some of that losses by gambling. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. But well, she did win a few, didn't she? But anyway, but not enough. Not enough to save her cottage. No. And now she's had to move in with Jan. Jan. But then again, Jan's house is absolutely huge. Well, it's a bit. It's a big family house, and there's only. Is there's only, only the two of them in it now. Well, it's three because well, Leo's no, still there. Yeah, I wasn't. I I, I meant Jan and Leo. Yeah. So therefore, Kate moving in brings them up to three. Yeah, and it's and it is and a it's massive, still a massive it's house. It's still a massive house. Although, say, look at when Kate's arriving with her removal van. The van was tiny. I mean, the same fairness, Kate's house was huge. Yeah, but she, she does say in the dialogue, it's a bit of dialogue, when she says how much of her stuff she's had to get rid of. And how much is in storage. Yes. Yes. It's hence the small van. Though, interestingly, that this everyone else is doing all the work. She's she's pottering off around the Oh, you don't expect the Kate to lift garden. heavy furniture, for Christ's sake. She could, she could at least heft a, a tea chest. <laughs> So she's busy planting some special plants and her special memory of her husband. Well, that, that's when we had the, had the conversation where every other word was darling. Oh, darling. Oh, darling. 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 It felt like a bit of a Blackadder thing. <laughs> it wasn't one of those characters. Captain Darling. Was Dar- <laughs> it was called Darling. Yes, Darling. <laughs> Maybe they just watched an episode of Howard's Way and they thought, oh, that's a really good thing. Okay, darling. <laughs> So, anyway, dear listeners, you can find us on all social media platforms, um, all the good ones. We're not, we haven't got TikTok. We couldn't have a... No, well, no. We d- actually, we do have a TikTok. We, have a TikTok. we do We do have a TikTok, but we've, we've never... We've We've never actually TikToked. Is that what... Yeah, I, I mean, I, that, I, I, that I'm not really you, down with you the say? Yowth or anything like that. So, yeah. Facebook, Instagram... Well, clearly, Twitter. when you use words like Yowth, <laughs> that clearly demonstrates that... That you're you're out of touch. We're middle middle age. <laughs> Hence, we're enjoying Howard's way. This is gorgeous. So anyway, dear listeners, you can find us on all social media platforms at Antique Dust. Uh, if you want to make any sort of choice comments, please do so. Uh, please subscribe to our podcast. It is quite delightful. We are actually getting quite a number of uh, of re-listens to quite a number of things. Yes, we're um, in double figures for some episodes. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> we're very easily pleased. Like, that, does, that does include our own listens. So. <laughs> we listen at least three times a day. Yes. Uh, <laughs> if we love the sounds of our, our own voices. voices. Clearly, otherwise you would, we wouldn't do this, would we? <laughs> so, dear listeners, we're not doing the tweet along because it was very time <laughs> and inconvenient. <laughs> well, it just we became... couldn't get any drinking done. <laughs> the one we did get drinking done was the tweet. Long didn't actually go. We are not functional alcoholics. We're, 
<laughs> we do have a tendency to fall over and can't find the remote control. Uh, so anyway, dear listeners, until next time, we will be publishing these once a week um, for series three. Possibly. No, no, no. We will be. It's a, it'll be it's a, we'll be drop, downloading and they will be dropped at eight o'clock every Sunday. Yeah. So in the meantime, it is farewell from me, Jonathan. And it's goodbye from me, Rob. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.